Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Now today, um, <laughs> someone must really, really need to hear this message because um, I knew I was going to do it, but you know, it's Saturday and I'm relaxing and um, <laughs> I ate um, some chicken stew with rice and I lay down and just, you know, flick through my phone and it was just really relaxing. You know, you know, those times when you don't want to do anything, but you know, you have something to do. And the something that I know I have to do is to do this message, but I was... Um, procrastinating so to speak because I just really wanted to relax and um, and rest <laughs> and I'm laughing because as I lay down and I stopped flicking through my phone and I I closed my eyes you know ready to just take a power nap but just you know relax <laughs> and this message came back up to me and I thought oh my goodness I said, Lord, whoever it is that needs this message, you're not going to make me rest until I deliver this message. So <laughs> here I am. I have no notes, but I have someone who is better than any notes I can ever put down. And that is the spirit. That is the person of the Holy Spirit. So <laughs> Oh, as always, we're just going to go as we're led by the Holy Spirit. And um, he will empower me to deliver this message. Give me the strength, the peace, the joy to deliver. And also guide me because someone here has to hear this message. There's, there's, um, and whoever you are, you're here and you're listening. Um, may the Holy Spirit put the words in my mouth that you need to hear this time, this very moment. At a time such as this, you're that precious, you're that precious, and he wants this message out now. So I am not sure what the title is going to be. I don't have a title. I'm just going to go with what God puts in me and comes out of me, and I'll figure out the title after. But someone needs this message so let's go to Matthew chapter 15, verse 21, up to verse 28. And I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible, and I might read from the New International Version, but we will start with the Message Bible first. And it's Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 to 28. It says, from there, Jesus took a trip to Tyre and Sidon. They had hardly arrived when a Canaanite woman came down from the hills and pleaded, Mercy, Master, Son of David. Mercy, Master, Son of David. My daughter is cruelly afflicted by an evil spirit. Mercy, Master, Son of David. My daughter is cruelly afflicted by an evil spirit. Jesus ignored her. The disciples came and complained. 
Now she's bothering us. Would you please take care of her? She's driving us crazy. Jesus refused, telling them, I've got my hands full dealing with the lost sheep of Israel. Then the woman came back to Jesus, went to her knees and begged, Master, help me. He said, It is not right to take bread out of children's mouths and throw it to dogs. She was quick. You're right, Master. But beggar dogs do get scraps from the master table. Jesus gave in. Oh, woman, your faith is something else. What you want is what you get. Right then, her daughter became well. So when you look at the story, hmm, the Bible says the Canaanite woman came down from the hills and pleaded, Mercy, Master, son of David, my daughter is cruelly afflicted by an evil spirit. Imagine your daughter or your child or loved one being cruelly afflicted by something that is so demonic, that's something that is so evil, by something that is so dark, and you feel so helpless. And you hear that Jesus is in town. But there's a problem. The problem is who you are, where you come from, where you were birthed. You see, in those days, the Jews, the Hebrew people, the Hebrew culture looked down on Canaanites. That as far as they were concerned, Canaanites people were dogs. And that's why further down, Jesus used that term dog or that title dog. It's not that he was calling her a dog. She is his creation. Jesus is wise. He was getting somewhere. He was using the language of the time to teach the Jews something and to let this woman know that he had come to this earth for every single human being, regardless of if someone saw her as a dog, called her a Canaanite woman, a misfit, regardless of the fact that they ostracized her, they told her she didn't belong. They were, she was cast out of the city. The Canaanites did not mingle, or as she said, the Hebrews did not mingle with the Canaanites. And if I am correct, the Canaanites had uh, pagan gods. And so how does this pagan woman, right, how does this pagan woman know and understand and believe that this Jesus, this, this Jesus who walked amongst what it appeared to be the Jews only, this Jesus 
who came down from heaven, this Jesus who had been going around doing miracles and giving glory to God the Father, moving in a power, in the, in the power of the Holy Spirit like had never been seen before on the earth, healing people. She may have heard of him. She may have heard about him. Because otherwise, why would she say, Mercy, Master, Son of David. Jesus is from the lineage of David. How did this woman know about Jesus' lineage? How did she know that he's the healer? That he is the answer to her problem? And she didn't care. The Bible says they had hardly arrived when a Canaanite woman so they were entering the city and they had hardly entered. I wonder if somewhere, somehow she heard that Jesus was coming and postured herself at the city gate so that as soon as he appeared, <laughs> as soon as he appeared, she would not miss her chance and opportunity to reach out to him. Master, Master, have mercy, thou son of David. And she caught his attention. She caught his attention. She was so desperate for something to take place in her daughter's life. I don't know what you're so desperate for right now and it's the thing that you're desperate for isn't something that is bad or, or, or selfish or self-centered or material where I'm talking about a, a, a depth of desperation where you need deliverance either for yourself or for someone that you love for someone that you deeply care about and you know that there's only one power that can deliver or maybe you don't know and so this message is telling you that there's one power. There's the name of Jesus to which every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. All power on earth and in heaven, all authority, they have all been given to him, Jesus. And that's why he says to us, I am the way, the truth and the life. And I don't know what your desperate problem is, but he does. I cannot fix your desperate problem, but he can. Nobody else can fix your desperate problem, but he can. Maybe he's trying to get your attention. Maybe finally you stop everything you've tried. And you say, Jesus, I give it to you. And that's what this woman did. She acknowledged him as master. She pulled on his mercy. She pulled on who he is. Thou son of David. She says, I know who I am. I'm a Canaanite woman. And I know I'm not seen as anything but a dog in people's eyes. They see me as dogs, but I know you as master. And I know that you think beyond what they think. I know you know beyond what they know. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know your mercy will reach a place where man's mercy will not reach. 
I know that your compassion will reach a place where man's compassion will not reach. I know your love will reach a place where man's love cannot reach. And because of that, you will deliver me. And because of that, I call you master. And because of that, I bring to you what is my desperate problem. What is my desperate issue? And she stayed. And Jesus ignored her. You see, everything Jesus did was for a reason. He already knew what he was going to do. He knew he was going to answer her prayer. He knew he was going to deliver her daughter. But there was something he wanted to teach the crowd. There's something he wanted to, to teach the Jews. There's something he wanted to teach the Canaanite woman. Or actually, she apparently did not need to be taught. She apparently already knew that he is the healer. She apparently understood already that Jesus was not going to see her as a dog or ostracize her or stigmatize her. She already knew and that's why she came. Her faith, she, she's like, I know this man, Jesus. I haven't met him before. I have not met him before. I have not asked him before for anything, but I've heard of him. I've, 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 I've heard the witnesses. I've heard what has been said about him and my, I believe him. I might come from a pagan culture, from an atheist culture, but I believe him. I might come from a witchcraft culture. I might come culture. I might come from a satanic culture, but I believe him. There's something about this man, Jesus. I see his light. And so the Bible says in verse 23, Jesus ignored her. And then it says, the disciples came and complained. Now she's bothering us. Would you please take, her, take care of her? They want Jesus to take care of the woman because she's bothering them. Instead of the disciples taking the woman and saying, here, let's get you closer to Jesus. And tapping Jesus and saying, Master, please help her. We've seen you help other people. We've seen you do things for other people. We've seen you perform miracles for other people. Why won't you help this poor woman? But I believe what Jesus was demonstrating was, let me demonstrate to you all what you've done. Your traditions and cultures have separated humanity according to status, race, skin color, whatever it is, biases and prejudices you have, has brought separation among humanity. Your philosophies, you've divided each other. Your religions, you've divided each other. I'm not about religion. I'm about relationship. Let me demonstrate to you what it looks like. So Jesus ignores her. And he's the all-knowing God. He knew the woman will go and that the disciples would be bothered by the woman. He knew that they would be so selfish and those around him would be so selfish as to come to him and say, can you please take care of her so she can stop bothering us? She's being a nuisance. Instead of having compassion for the woman. 
instead of having compassion for their fellow human being, instead of joining her to cry out to Jesus. They, they weren't really asking Jesus to, to, to heal her. I don't believe that. I think, I think they were just, um, you, you know, they were being sarcastic, like she's, she's a fly in our soup. Can you please just, you know, do something to just get rid of her? Jesus, do something. Just get rid of her so we can keep going. She's driving us crazy. Can you imagine that? Someone is crying out for help. Crying out for help. And people are saying, she's driving us crazy. And this is what's happening in our world. Our traditions, our cultures, intellectuals, logical reasoning, degrees, titles, material things, wealth, lack of all those things, dividing our world, race, skin color, where you come from, where you don't come from, ostracizing people. And now, you know, I have, they have this, what, cancel culture, cancel culture. Why? Because you don't look like us. You don't talk like us. You don't sound like us. We're going to, who gives a human being the power to cancel out another human being? Where does that power come, come from? That, that is satanic. Only Satan cancels people and he cancels them out. He, he wants people to perish. He wants to isolate them and finish them. He doesn't want them to see their significance and their uniqueness in God because then he can destroy them. The loneliness will destroy the person. You, 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 you draw a line of demarcation. Between humanity and that thing destroys people. The loneliness, the madness, the, 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 the isolation. The putting them in, 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 in some sort of mental solitude or whatever. Not even solitude. What's that word? That thing. Isolation. Mental isola- isolation. Spiritual, emotional, physical isolation. And their minds become tormented. And their demons rage in them, having a field day with their lives. And you're talking about cancel culture. Let's cancel people. If you're not this, you're not that. If you don't wear this, you don't look that. Cancel. Cancel who? You can only cancel people who don't know who they are. If somebody, the human being who understands that they are created in the image of God. In his likeness. That God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit put them together, built them, breathed into them. When that person understands who they are, go right ahead and try and cancel. Go right ahead and try and cancel them. It will not work. It works for people who don't know who they are. And only canceled people will cancel others, right? Like begets like. If you're going to cancel someone, then... You, you're, you're canceled yourself. Who gives the power and the authority to a human being to cancel somebody else? I can understand if someone is toxic or, or, or doing things that are, are, are very dis, 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 destructive and people have to like, you know, move away from them. They have to step aside from them. But hopefully they step aside and step away but somehow leave help for the person or give help to the person and do something 
even if it's just a little thing to help them or if you can't at all pray for them pray for them wish them well send them good energy if you cannot build them don't destroy them if you cannot build the person don't destroy the person and sometimes yes some people their problems their burdens are too heavy sometimes people say the the, the most horrible things and do the most horrible things unimaginable Sometimes the pain is too much that they cause us and we have to let them go. But to cancel someone, especially this culture of canceling people over very trivial, trivial things that will not take your soul to heaven, that will not take your soul to heaven, that will cause demons, evil, wickedness to rejoice because now they have another soul to play with, to toy with. We don't know the depth of our actions. We don't know the depths of our words and how they can penetrate and pierce and destroy another person. And when that happens, how do we sleep at night? How do you sleep at night when you've put out so much hate, so much hatred, so much pain, so much division? How do you sleep at night? And then wake up in the morning like nothing happened, like you did nothing, like you said nothing, like you wrote nothing. What has possessed your mind or anybody's mind that you would hate like that and be at peace with it? That you would stigmatize like that and be at peace with it? That you will hurt someone like that by your words or actions and be at peace with that? You're either very tormented or you have just been overtaken and possessed with evil. Or your pain and your trauma have taken you to such a dark place of bitterness and anger that all you do now is bring others down. Or your level of insecurity is so low, is so deep that you want to pull others down into that pit that you're in instead of asking for help to be pulled out of the pit. What is the pleasure in wickedness? What is the pleasure in looking down at other people? What is the pleasure in, in, in throwing un people under the rug, in the office places, in, 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 in families, people throwing each other under the rug, destroying each other, whispering lies, whispering th things, making insinuations that will bring another person down, putting pictures into other people's minds so that someone looks bad, so that someone is destroyed, so that someone loses their job, so that you get the job and they don't get the job. Goodness. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Yes, we need him. She is correct. This woman is correct. Mercy, Master, Son of David. The world needs the mercy of Jesus. We all need to be delivered. We all need to be delivered from this new age, from this age of wickedness, this age of you're not good enough, this age of do what you want to do, talk how you want to talk. It doesn't matter how it destroys another as long as you're happy. What? What? That is the road to destruction, my friend. 
That is the road to destruction, my brother. It's the road to destruction, my sister. It is the road to destruction, my sister. You're not good enough because you don't fit into this culture. You're not good enough because you don't talk like us. You're not good enough because you don't look like us. What? Hmm. Mercy, Jesus, mercy. And even when she cried, my daughter is cruelly afflicted. Not just afflicted, but cruelly afflicted. The child is going through agonizing pain, agonizing trauma. And all these disciples could say was, can you do something about her, Jesus, so she can just go because she's bothering us. Hard-hearted, stone-hearted. So Jesus ignored her. There's a reason for it. He's trying to show them. He's trying to depict to them what they look like. How they act. How they behave. Would you please take care of her? She's driving us crazy. Self-centered. Egotistical. All about me, me, me. I, I, I. But verse 24 says, Jesus refused, telling them, I've got my hands full dealing with the lost sheep of Israel. So Jesus says to them, but I'm, I my hands are full dealing with you all and your people. My hands are full dealing with you all and your people. Right? <laughs> you call her a Canaanite woman. You say she doesn't belong. Now you're telling me to get rid of her, but my hands are full dealing with your people. My hands are full dealing with your people. My hands are full dealing with your people. Now you want to take me away from your people because it's convenient for you to use me to get rid of the Canaanite woman who has a real issue, a desperate issue. You didn't help her come to me. You didn't Beg me to help her. You want to use me, Jesus, who came to save the lost, who came to save the dying, who came to deliver, who came to bring redemption. You want me to get rid of my creation. You want me to get rid of my creation. This precious soul, this woman, who is not here for herself. She's here for her child. Most of you here are here for yourselves, but she is selfish. I mean, she is selfless. She is selfless. You canceled her out. But she faced you. She faced you and had enough faith. She faced you and had enough faith to come to me, to ask me to heal her daughter. And you're telling me to get rid of her. And now my hands are full with your people who you want me to attend to. But now you want to take me away from them to help you and assist you to selfishly get rid of this woman. I won't do it. Then the Bible says, look at what the woman did. Verse 25. Then the woman came back to Jesus. When Jesus ignored her the first time, she went and bothered the disciples. They didn't help her. When they told him, get rid of her, 
he refused. Well, this woman and whoever you are listening, this is you. After everything they've said and done about you, after not helping you, not wanting to help you. Verse 25. Then the woman came back to Jesus, went to her knees and begged, Master, and begged, Master, help me. She called him by name. She called him by name again. In other words, I know who you are. You are Jesus. You're not one to ignore the one for the 99. No, you leave the 99 for the one. I know you, son of David. I know you, sent by God, anointed by the Holy Spirit. The heavens opened. And God said, you are my beloved son. You are that Jesus. You are that Jesus who healed the sick, healed the deaf, healed the lame, rose the dead. You are that Jesus. Yes, I'm a pagan woman, but I've heard about you. My pagan powers haven't helped my daughter. My philosophies have not helped my daughter. My, I don't know, scientists or whatever it is that she, they had in their culture, their beliefs and, 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 and rituals have not helped my daughter. If anything, she is cruelly aff afflicted. The affliction is cruel upon my daughter. Nothing has helped. So she goes down on her knees, Master, help me. Her going down on her knees is a form of worship, is a form of humility. In your deepest, darkest moments, when nobody can help you, go on your knees, humble yourself, Forget about all the philosophies and degrees and this and that and tight, all you know and all you have, all you don't have and all you don't know. Forget about all that. That right there is a moment waiting for a miracle to happen. Waiting for a miracle to happen. You, no one to turn to, nothing to hold on to, no anchor, no foundation, nothing solid, nothing to sustain you. That right there is a moment for a miracle for you. As you're listening to this, go on your knees. Lift that thing up to Jesus. The same way this woman lifted her daughter up to Jesus. She went on her knees and she begged. She worshipped. She humbled herself. She brought herself low. Not esteeming herself as an equal to Jesus or to God or to the Holy Spirit. Acknowledging that nothing she has tried, everyone she has tried, nothing has worked. And that he is her only hope. And that she realizes now that he is the way, the truth, and the life she worshipped. In verse 26, Jesus challenges her. <laughs> Again, he's trying to teach the crowd something because this woman already gets it. He said, it's not right to take bread out of, the out of children's mouths and throw it to dogs. <laughs> See, the Israelites, the Jews considered themselves as the children 
of God and that they were the only people who were considered as the children of God. So again, who is this Canaanite woman? Who is this Canaanite woman? So Jesus speaks their language, speaks to their understanding, speaks according to their understanding. It's, it's not right to take bread out of children's mouths and throw it to dogs. In other words, it's not right to take the bread of, 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 the, of the Israelites and give it to a Canaanite woman. Her and her people were known as dogs. So Jesus uses the language that she understands, the language that the Jews understand. But she never gives up. Remember, Jesus does not see her as a dog. Jesus does not see you as a dog. Jesus does not see you as a prostitute. Jesus does not see you as a thief. Jesus does not see you as, as whatever it is that you have become. Who Jesus sees is a child of the Most High God. Who Jesus sees is the creation of the Most High God. Who Jesus sees is the image and likeness of God. The value that God has put inside you. The Bible says that we are engraved on the palm of God's hand and he's ever looking at us. You see, we're not told these things. We're not taught these things. So we look for our sense of value in other things instead of looking for our sense of value in, in God. When someone cancels you, if you understand your value in God, if you understand that you are a royal diadem in the hand of God, if you understand that he knows every hair on your head, even when it hurts, even when you're shattered, even when you're traumatized and your heart is broken because you've been rejected or castrated or, or stigmatized. And, and they could even be right. You, the, you could be a prostitute. So when they call you a prostitute in, 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 the, in, in, the, in the terminology of our world, that's yes. You're a prostitute. If you're a thief, if you're stealing, yes, you're a thief. But that's only what you have become. It is only what you have become. It's not who you are. She's Canaanite, but that's what she was birthed into. That's what she was birthed into. Their rituals and practices, that's what she was taught until Jesus came. Until Jesus came into town and she heard about him and had enough confidence to run towards him. So even when Jesus said to her, it's not right to take bread out of children's mouths and throw it to dogs. She never gave up. The Bible in verse 27 says she was quick. She said, you are right, master. You are right. You're absolutely correct, Jesus. I'm a Canaanite. These are Israelites. They deserve the bread. It's their bread. I don't deserve their bread. It's not my bread. I'm a Canaanite woman. She said, but even, listen to what she said. 
Ha, hallelujah. Verse 27. She was quick. You're right, master. But beggar dogs, not just a dog, a beggar dog. Beggar dogs do get scraps from the master's table. I will take the scraps that come from your table, Jesus, because even the scraps that come from you, Jesus, are better than any gold or silver that anything that this world can give to me. Because even the scraps from you, Jesus, will bring healing. Because even the scraps from you, Jesus, will bring deliverance. Because even the leftovers, the scraps from you, Jesus, will give new life, will raise the dead, will cause the blind to see, will raise the sick from their sick beds. Even the scraps coming from you, as undeserving as I am, will heal my daughter. Please, even if it's the crumbs, give me the crumbs. Give this beggar dog, this woman here begging you, this, this man here begging you. Give me the crumbs. Yes, you're correct. You're right, absolutely right. It's who I am. But I am at your knees begging you for my daughter. Oh, listener. Oh, brother. Oh, sister. What have they said about you? But more importantly, what do you need right now from Jesus? Can you be like this woman? That no matter what you look like, no matter where you were birthed, no matter where you come from, no matter what you have done, no matter who they say you are, you can say to Jesus, even a beggar dog will take your scraps, Jesus, because I know that even your scraps will deliver. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. I, I, may, I may have been incarcerated. I have been a drug addict. I have done the worst things ever. But I'm here today. Even this beggar dog, your scraps will perform miracles for. I know this and that's why I'm here. And I am going nowhere. I'm staying on my knees before you. And this is what happened. Verse 28, the Bible says, Jesus gave in. Jesus gave in to this woman. Jesus gave in to her faith. Jesus gave in to her faith. And he said to her, Oh woman, your faith is something else. Oh woman, your faith is something else. Who is it that needs this message today? Where you, you will push in and press in so hard that even Jesus will give in to you. And even Jesus will say to you, your faith is something else. And he said to her, what you want is what you get. What you want she wanted her daughter to be delivered from evil spirits. People, if you don't believe that demons and evil spirits exist, they exist. If everything that is happening around us right now 
doesn't show you and tell you that evil wickedness operate by and in spirits <laughs> that it's happening that it's real i don't know what what else to say the stuff isn't normal and when something is not normal is supernatural and this type of evil is definitely not the supernatural of god so where is it coming from who is authorizing it who is giving it strength every day look at what's going on around us and then it says right then her daughter became well right then her daughter became well what is it that you want right then right now right now right now the woman said if you read the uh, new international version she says it says my daughter is demon possessed and suffering terribly my daughter is demon possessed and suffering terribly my goodness suffering suffering there's so much suffering going on in our world people don't know who to turn to and and she says in verse 27 the new international version now let me read from verse 26 he says ah uh, he replied it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs and she says in verse 27 yes it is lord she yes it is right it is not right you're right and she says but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table even the dogs you remember she kept calling him master 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 now picture the a master eating and his dog is on you know waiting for him to feed him you all know you have if you have a pet as soon as you start eating your dog is right there right waiting for whatever falls off the table and she says to him yes okay call me a dog but i'll take the crumbs why because my daughter is suffering then verse 28 i'm still reading now from the new international version then jesus said to her woman you have great faith your request is granted and her daughter was healed at that moment what is your at that moment miracle what is that at that moment miracle that you need even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table remember from the very beginning she called him master so even though she was considered by israel as a dog she still called jesus master she was walking in revelation walking in understanding what gave her this revelation what gave her this understanding i don't know i do know that god used her to teach people in that day and age a lesson and to teach us in our day and age a lesson you can cry someone down you can cancel you can cancel them you can make them feel like nothing 
You can abuse them. You can use them. You can deplete them. You can hurt them. Or maybe these things have happened to you. Right? Huh. But God is in the business of showing his unconditional love. Is in the business of showing humanity that you're too myopic. You don't see far. If you saw really, really far, this person that you're hurting, this daughter of mine that you're destroying, this son of mine that you're tearing apart, I will one day put them together, back into the image of God that they are, back into the image and the likeness of God that they are. The God-like nature in them will, be, will come alive and, begin to, and they will begin to operate and function in that image. And they will transform. They will become illuminated and transformed beyond your recognition. Beyond your cancel culture. Beyond your cancel culture. Beyond your she's not good enough culture. Beyond your he's not good enough culture. Beyond your who? That one right there? Can anything good come out of them? I don't think so. Look at their race. Look at their color. Look at their level of education. Look at the family they come from. Look at them. Look at where they live. How can anything? Look at what they've done. Look at who they've been. Look at who they've become. How can anything good come out of them? And Jesus taught them here in Matthew chapter 15 from verse 21 to 28. <laughs> that he will sit with anyone who is willing to acknowledge him. He will sit with anyone who cries out to him. He will sit with anyone who needs the healing power of God. He will sit with anyone who needs the deliverance of God. He will sit with anyone who needs the salvation of God. He will sit with anyone who wants the darkness to leave and the light of God to penetrate their lives. If you read uh, the New International Version, it's very clear. It's more clear than the... Um, uh, uh, actually, um, I, probably, I should not say that. But here, just to, to, to let you know again that... Um, that it was the children of Israel that were seen as the children of God. In verse 24, he, that is, that is Jesus, he answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And he's just saying that again, to teach the Israelites something and to teach and to demonstrate his unconditional love to this woman. Because she has already shown her faith. Right. And after he said that, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel, not to Canaanites. <laughs> the woman in verse 25 says, the woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me. Help me. OK, you were sent to the Israelites. They, you were sent. I, I get it. But I, 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 a Canaanite woman, I, the ostracized woman. 
I, the one that everyone looks down on. I, me, the drug addict, the one that everyone has given up on. I, me, the thief, the murderer. I, me, the one that things that I have done are beyond description. They're indescribable. They're difficult to talk about because they were so dark and so hard. I, the satanic worshiper. I, the, 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 the ne necromancer. I, whatever it was that you have been. I, the prostitute. I, the thief. Or whatever it is, the woman says, do what this woman does in verse 25. It says, and she knelt before him and still cried out to him, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Who has canceled you, my brother, my sister? Go to God. He hasn't canceled you. He hasn't canceled you. Lord, help me. What are you desperate about? Lord, help me. And the Bible says, verse 28, Jesus says to her, I'm still reading from the New International Version. Verse 28, then Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. You've been canceled by your family. But your request is granted. You've been canceled by society. But your request has been granted. Ha! You've been canceled by your family, your loved ones, by your friends, by your colleagues, but your request is granted. Who has canceled you? Who has given up on you? Who has thrown you away? Who has used you, abused you, and left you for dead? Who is it that has lost hope in you? Who has called you a no-gooder, good for nothing? Nothing good can come out of you. Jesus says, bring your request. Bring your request. Yes, in the middle of their cancellation of who you are <laughs> or who they think you are, bring your request. And at that moment, her daughter was healed. Your request is granted, my brother. Your request is granted, my sister. Stop looking at who has cancelled you. Look up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Before I end, let me remind you of some of the names of God so you know who it is that this woman is calling master, that she defied everything and everyone and went to him, master. This is who she went to. This is who she had the revelation of. Other names of God. Adonai, meaning Lord, Master. Who did she go to? Elohim, which means mighty one. Who did she go to? El Elyon, which means most high. 
the strongest mighty one. Who did she go to? El Roy, the mighty one who sees. Ha. Who did this woman go to? Who did she call master? El Shaddai, almighty God or all-sufficient God. Who did she go to? Yeshua, Jesus, Yahweh, is Savior or salvation. Who did she go to? Who did she go to? She went to Sotar, Savior, one who delivers from danger and death. Who did this woman go to? That who did this man, Jesus, that she called master, who was he? Yahweh, Jehovah, the self-existent one. I am who I am. Ha! I am, I will be, who I have been, who I always will be. I will be who I will be. Who did she go to? Yahweh Jireh or Yahweh. Yahweh will provide. She went to Yahweh Nisi. His banner over her is love. She went to Yahweh Shalom. Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She went to Yahweh Ra, the shepherd, the restorer of her soul, the restorer of her daughter's soul. Who did she go to? Yahweh El Gemola, God of her recompense, God who will vindicate her, God who will make her smile again and cause her to lift her head and shoulders up again, God who lifted up her shame and her burden and made her shine brightly. Who did she go to? Yahweh Shama, who is he, the ever-present God? Who did she go to? Yahweh Rapha, the God who heals. And who did she go to? Yahweh Elohim, the mighty one, the mighty one who evil spirits, even evil spirits in her daughter, once he entered into the situation, once her case became his case, they could not stay in that child. And at that very moment, they disappeared. Before I end, who do you go to and who do you choose to go to? Will you continue going to who you go to or what you go to or I don't know what you do? Or will you come back to this Jesus, this Yahweh, this Yahweh, who will fight your battles for you, who will answer you and tell you your request is granted? In her case, her daughter got healed. What is it that you need in your case? What do you need in your case? What is your case? What do you need? What do you need? 2022 is coming. You don't have to wait until 2022, my brother, my sister, listener. You don't have to wait until 2022. What is your case? Jesus can do it right now. And he wants to do it right now. The fact that you're here and you're listening to this. Father, I thank you. 
I give you praise. I thank you for these precious lives who are listening. I don't know what their right now miracle is. I don't know what they need granted to them right now. All I know is that you can do it. All I know is that you will do it exceedingly beyond what they ask you, think of, or imagine. You don't have to wait till 2022, oh God. I join my faith with their faith, Lord. What is it? This, what is this moment of miracle that they need right now? I ask you, Father, to do it right now. Do it right now for them, O oh Lord. Let them see that you, indeed you are Yahweh. Indeed you are God. Give them something tangible. Even before 2022 is ushered in, give them something tangible this December 2021. Something that they can always hold on to. Something they can always look back on. And remember, Master Jesus, that way their faith will never be shaken again. That way they can hold on to you. That way they can see that you are, you are indeed the one true God. Indeed, you are their salvation. Indeed, you are their deliverer. Indeed, you are their savior, their redeemer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for being here. God bless you. If you want to reach out, please write to activategodspurpose at gmail.com. Activategodspurpose at gmail.com. May God do a miracle for you right now. That thing that you're asking for, or things that you don't even realize you should be asking for, but that thing that is a desperate thing on your list. May God do it for you right now. Do it for you right now. Do it for you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Remember, the world might cancel you, but Jesus, Jesus came to die for you. Jesus came to die for you. God bless you. God keep you. God favor you. God cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.